What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle. Bring you another episode. I don't know how long it's going to be, but I decided, why not? I'm off work tomorrow. Got a few more beers to drink. Why not make another one? Um, just so everybody knows, my grandmother's birthday was yesterday. Or today. I mean, it's kind of just went into the early morning, but December 27th is my grandmother's birthday. And she just passed away this year. So it's been really difficult because she hasn't been gone all that long. And One of the songs that always gets to me, every time, is Wild Horses. And they've got many different versions, but it's always the same one that gets me. And it's made by the Rolling Stones. Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. And... so many different parts of that song just gets me and it was the main reason is because that was a song that I was listening to whenever she was dying like probably within the last week or two of her death that was I, I listened to that song and it it touched my soul and I said yeah this is this is definitely her song and then as she got closer to her death and everything so yeah this is this is definitely her song and so now I mean it's such a beautiful song it really is but it's so sad and especially after you've lost somebody it just really tugs on your heartstrings My grandmother was a very free spirit. I think she was born in the 1930s. And so, you know, 1950s, she was 20 years old. And you gotta think, 1940s into 1950s, you know, you had, you know, record players that were still going on jukeboxes you know people dancing was still a thing going out and going dancing as she got into the 70s and shit you know that's when things kind of changed but my grandmother was a swinger for all you people out there that don't know what a swinger is somebody that has different sexual partners and you know, back then, in the 70s, sex was a very big thing. You know, a lot of people in the 50s and 60s never really talked about it. But people in the 70s, sex was like a culture, like rock and roll. You know, everybody was doing it, everybody was talking about it. It's a huge fucking thing. 
So I can only imagine, you know, growing up in the 70s. But, you know, I've seen pictures. My mom showed me a picture of my grandmother in a bathing suit. <laughs> it was an ugly green bathing suit, but it was funny. It was crazy because she didn't look anything like, you know, back then in the 70s, my grandmother was a fucking a MILF. And, like I said, they had these little parties, these little swinger parties and shit. <clears throat> and I don't hold that against her. I don't hold that against my grandfather or her. You know, that's what they wanted to do. And it's part of the 70s. And at least they had fun. You know, if you had fun, you enjoyed it, who cares? And so, you know, but if you think about it, Think about the 70s and how much they were whores and they were into drugs and they were into fucking crazy shit in the 70s, right? Especially sex, but, and back then, I mean, fuck, sex was terrible because they had hepatitis, they had AIDS, they had all this other shit that nobody even knew about, um syphilis and shit like that that people were getting people were dying from it and they had no idea they had no idea like okay if you've ever watched the movie Forrest Gump Jenny you know she goes out she has her fun she's a little whore fucking around and then eventually in the movie she ends up dying from fucking AIDS and Luckily, yeah, my grandparents didn't die from AIDS, but there were so many other sexual diseases back then, like herpes, hepatitis, that who knows? You know, I'm sure my grandparents at least had herpes. Who knows? I mean, it's so common, especially nowadays, but it's just crazy to think about in a certain sense, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, they were human. They were little horn dogs, just like I was. <laughs> Everybody is fucking normal. Everybody has a sex life. Everybody, you know, even if you're one of those weird guys that, what do they call them, a cuck or whatever, a cuckold, like to watch your wife get fucked while you're sitting in the corner. Who cares? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Who cares? If you get your rocks off by me fucking your wife. And all you gotta do is sit in the corner. I don't give a fuck. It's whenever, you know, you wanna do double penetration and I got my nuts slapping against your nuts where we have a problem. That's a problem. But, you know, like, let's say I have a good friend or a good coworker. Right, and he just comes out and says, "Hey, I want you to fuck my wife, like Aiden or you know somebody that I work with now." I don't know what I would think. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm a pretty fucking horny, dirty, 
fucking skis bag. But if I had somebody that came to me and said, especially somebody that I knew, like a close friend, and said, hey, I want you to fuck my wife. I don't know if I can look at them seriously and, you know, like, are you serious? Do you really want me to fuck your wife? Like, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> I don't know if I can take that seriously, you know. But, okay, let's say I did. Let's say, you know, okay, you want me to fuck your wife? And, you know, some people are into that shit. I think that's kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of weird, but at the same time, it's kind of okay. Because at least they're not trying to have sexual relationships with you. So... I'm just going to say this, like, I'm not bisexual, I'm not gay, I'm not, um, I don't know, I'm not into ruining people's marriages, but if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, especially somebody that I know, and says, hey, I want you to fuck my wife while I watch. And let's say their wife or their girlfriend is pretty attractive. They're pretty attractive. I mean, they don't even have to be a 10. You know, maybe they're a 7. Me, I haven't had any pussy in a long time. And, like, let's say I have a friend. He invites me over and me and his girlfriend and him get along really well, right? And he says... Hey, I want you to fuck my wife. I'm not going to probably turn that down. Let's just say that. Like, I'm not going to let you stare at my ass while I'm fucking her. Might have some blankets. Might have some blankets involved. But, anywho, it's just kind of something that you don't really think about, it's kind of weird, it's kind of different, but me being sexually starved like I am, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, I want you to fuck my wife, I'd probably do it, I'm not going to lie. So, some people might think that's weird, I think it's kind of weird, to be honest, but I don't care, at this point. <laughs> And that's kind of how they felt in the 70s with the swinger age. They're like, eh, it's not a big deal. Just want to get your nut off? You just want to fuck around? You know, it's nothing against that. Actually, that's basically what the 70s was. was a bunch of guys that, well, not a bunch of guys, but a couple, you know, that got together. They wanted to fuck around, and the other couple sat there and watched. It's crazy, but... It's normal. Let's put it that way. There's some fucking couples out there. There's some females that are like, they go out to the bar, end up getting drunk, you end up being friends with them, talking to them, and then at the end of the night, the guy's like, hey, you're a good guy and everything. You want to come back to our house and, you know, party a little bit more? <laughs> Oh yeah, that sounds great. 
partying a little bit more. That sounds great. You got a lake. You got a lakeside house. Oh yeah, that sounds even better. And then you get back to their house, and they're like having a few glasses of wine. Like, hey, um, just wanted to toss out the idea. Maybe you could fuck my wife while I watched. Now, like I said, I don't know what I would think at first. At first, I'd be like, um, what? You know. Gotta have a couple more glasses of wine first. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's nothing really wrong with that. If you're friends with somebody and you've been friends with them for like 10 years, they've been with their girlfriend for like 5, 10 years cool with you, you guys hang out together all the time, you guys have a good relationship, and they're like, hey, why not fuck around for tonight? Hey, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Like I said, you want me to fuck your girlfriend, or you want me to fuck your wife, I don't have a problem with that. But it's the minute that you want me to do some gay stuff that I kind of question I kind of think about it so (laughs) again if it's somebody that you guys have been friends for a long time you kind of got this triangle going on nothing wrong with, with doing a little bit of nothing wrong with doing a little bit of experimenting but I don't know. I kind of got a fine line when it comes to that stuff. So, with me, if I had a girlfriend or I had a wife, I would never be willing to share. Let's just put it that way. I know a lot of people are different. They have different sex styles. They have different life. Some people are into some kinky shit. And I'm not going to mention any names, but they're into some pretty kinky stuff. And I know whenever I was growing up, um, my sister was always talking to people that were into kinky shit. And I used to um, have to go with her sometimes. And stay in the same house with these weird motherfuckers just to make sure that she was alright. And, you know, just because I wanted to get out of my mom's house. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to go stay at a house with your sister that's having a one night stand. Well, not really a one night stand, but, you know. Anywho, that's a thing of the past. She's not really doing one night stands anymore, but, <laughs> but you know, I'm not to judge anybody. A lot of people um, talk about how it's wrong, talk about how it's weird, different shit like that. I'm a pretty religious person, I'm not going to lie. The only downfall to me being religious is I haven't read the Bible. And I'm pretty naive when it comes to the Bible, right? 
And so all of us naturally sin. And I feel like we all have carnal pleasures, carnal, you know. So as long as we can acknowledge that, experience that, kind of move on from that, and kind of learn not to go back, then it's, it's kind of, it's okay, you know. Just because you sin doesn't mean you're going to hell. Now, I mean, I'm not telling everybody to just go out and sin. But what I'm saying is, if you do end up being a little whore <laughs> for the week, or you're a whore for the past year, or whatever, it doesn't mean you're a terrible person. It doesn't mean that your soul is going to hell. So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, just because I have these sexual desires, it makes me a bad person. It's normal. It's normal. You, you get to talking about Adam and Eve, all the carnal desires and pleasures that they did, and, you know. First of all, <clears throat> people talk about how Adam was the problem. <laughs> it was Eve that was the problem. No matter what. No matter what you think or whatever. No matter what story you've heard. It all comes down to the same shit. And what it comes down to is God told them not to eat from the tree. And a lot of different cultures talk about it differently. Some call it the tree of knowledge. Some call it the tree of sin. Whatever. But God told them not to eat from that tree. Don't eat anything from that fucking tree. Right? And what does this bitch do? Eve goes to Adam and says, Oh yeah, well, I know he told us not to eat it, but what if we just have one bite? Eve was the one that tempted Adam. If Eve wasn't around, Adam would have fucking been like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not going to eat that shit. But Eve was the one that was like, oh, just take a bite. We're hungry, we're horny as fuck, we don't have anything to eat. Why not just get a bite of this apple right from this tree that we're just sitting under? Clearly, after they were told not to fucking eat from it, right? Like I said, they just got done fucking. They're horny as fuck. They just got done riding each other. And they're like, I'm hungry as fuck. <laughs> hungry as fuck. Just got done busting my nut three times. I need a fucking apple, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, she talks him into it. He's like, okay, yeah. You say it's alright, why not? After they clearly got told not to eat from that tree. And it's all because the female, Eve, talked them into it. That's why in a lot of these older civilizations, and a lot of these older customs, 
the man is always in charge. The woman cooks and does cleaning and the man's always in charge. Because, you know, even way back then to when Adam and Eve were together, the man was steered wrong by Eve. She got her, she got her nose into some business she didn't need to get into. She, she steered him wrong. Ended up fucking up his whole life, right? It's the same thing with today. Let's say you're a construction worker and your wife's calling you on the phone all the time. She's getting into your personal life. She's getting into your business life. Calling your boss. Yeah, it's the same thing. Getting into business that she doesn't need to get into. So anyway, there's always going to be temptation. And people think that temptation is just strictly sex, you know, being tempted with just sex. But there's drugs, there's cigarettes, there's being tempted with food, you know, you have these cravings, you have these temptations to get a, a fucking whopper, you know. Even though you know it's not good for you, you shouldn't have it. You should be treating your body holy, like the holy temple, and putting good into it. But you say, oh, well, fuck it. I'm hungry and I want some McDonald's, or I want some Burger King. That's temptation. To come home from work and want to have a beer, like me, that's temptation. A lot of people give in to that shit, and they don't even realize it. You want a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos, you're craving them. Like, oh, I know I shouldn't have these because I'm on a low-sodium diet. And you're like, fuck it. I'm going to give in anyways. That's temptation. You know, like, people just think it's sex. A lot of people think that temptation is just sex. No. To be tempted by something could be anything. It could be anything. I'm tempted to make a fucking video. Doesn't mean it's necessarily bad, I guess, but... I'm tempted to make a fucking... A YouTube video. <clears throat> tempted to smoke another cigarette, to be honest, but... I'm tempted to talk to this sexy fucking girl that's been coming into my job very tempted, you know. So anywho, am I going to act on it or am I going to not? And let's say a hot girl comes in, I'm tempted to talk to her, but I'm like, eh, and I don't. I don't act on that. Because why? Because I'm a pussy and I don't have enough courage, whatever. So I don't act on it. But when it comes down to hunger and habits, like smoking weed, I'm tempted to eat a whole pizza when I get home. I'm tempted to smoke a whole fucking joint. And I'm probably going to follow through with those because it's so easy to obtain. But to be tempted to talk to a girl, 
something that's sexy as fuck and, you know, might be out of my league or maybe not. The temptation is there, but it's the follow through isn't. So, I don't know. It's really strange when you really get to study temptation. I think what it all boils down to is it's kind of like monkeys, you know. You put a fucking banana in front of a monkey and you're like, how bad do you want it? And eventually, he's going to either get it or he's just going to give up. And it's the same thing with women. It's like, how bad do you want it? Do you want this? Do you want this woman right here? Or are you just going to give up? And that's how it is with, with humans. It's that same primal instinct that's like, okay, I can try. Same thing with monkeys, you know. I can try and maybe get this banana. And a lot of monkeys will fucking fight each other over it. Kill each other over a banana. It's the same thing with a woman. And humans, you know. A lot of men will fight over women, kill each other over women. You get this sexy fucking tin piece, this dime piece that comes through, and you're like, eh. I don't know if I should try, you know. She's just too far out of my league. It's the same thing with monkeys. Same thing with monkeys. Like, if you study them, you look at them close enough... You'll realize that, yeah, they got the silver bag and they got other hierarchies or whatever. But when it comes down to the smaller food chain, even the even the smaller monkeys are like, eh, I don't really have a chance. It's crazy. It's so crazy on how close humans are to monkeys. Let's put it that way. But, you know, I got talking to my friend earlier, my coworker, and I'm like, dude, he got to talking about how, you know, we've evolved and we've done this and we've done that and we've, and I said, do you really think that cavemen found out how to build fire and then, you know, cavemen figured out how to make crops and started building crops. And cavemen started being farmers and, you know, started farming the crops. I said, do you really believe all that shit? Because I think cavemen, the only thing that cavemen really did, in my opinion, was they were carnivores, you know. The only thing that they did was made fire, made shelter, and cooked meat. You know, they killed shit and they cooked meat. They might have a fucking salad with dandelions or whatever, but, you know. <laughs> there weren't any vegetarians back then. Let's put it that way. You'll still have people 
that will argue that. They'll be like, oh yeah, there were fucking vegetarians back in the caveman days. And that's completely false. You know, you gotta think. Back then, in the caveman days, not only were they trying to kill for meat, but there were a lot of eggs, you know, alligator eggs, pterodactyl eggs, you know, bird eggs that they could use, chicken eggs. I'm pretty sure that chickens probably existed back then. I don't know. But they had to get their protein from somewhere. They weren't just living off of greens, I could tell you that. A lot of places in the caveman days and the dinosaur days, they didn't even have places to grow greens. So, they didn't even know how to grow potato back then. This is something that, you know, it's kind of newfound. When you compare caveman days to today, like, caveman didn't, didn't know how to grow potatoes back then. Or maybe they did. I don't know. But if they did, everybody knows that if you take a potato and you cut it in half and you put that in a rubber tire with some dirt, you can grow more potatoes and more potatoes and more potatoes. So maybe they did. Maybe they survived just off potatoes. Let's just say that. Let's just say they they fucking lived off of a fucking potato farm. There's still no meat that anybody's even talked about. And there's a bunch of hillbillies and shit that eat roadkill, possum, squirrel, you know, rabbit, anything. So for people back then, in the caveman days, they probably ate anything that they could fucking get their hands on. Right? Well, you gotta think about it this way. You know, the cavemen, they learn how to make fire. And then, you know, because before they made fire, they just ate all their meat cold, raw. They just ate raw meat. And that was probably pretty fucking nasty. It was probably pretty gross. And then some guy came out with fire and was like, Hey, let's try to put one of these steaks, let's try to put this chunk of meat on this fire and see what happens. Right? He tried it. He cooked it. And then he ate it. And you gotta think, you know, back then, like I said, nobody even knew what fire was, nobody's had to cook steak, it's just been all raw meat. And you get this fucking guy that comes along, cooks a nice steak with some potatoes on the side, it's, it's probably the closest thing to Leonardo da Vinci that you're ever gonna get, back in the caveman days. It was a form of art. It was like the greatest thing ever. And so people, cavemen, started passing that down through generations and through their kids and their kids' kids and how to cook with fire. You can kill an antelope, you can kill an elk, you can kill a buffalo, and you can take all that meat 
and you can save it and live off of it for a year and cook with it over a fire. That's crazy. That is fucking... It's crazy. To even think about that is crazy. But, you know, it happened. So, to even say that people had refrigerators back then is crazy, but they had them. So, if you live somewhere like in Iceland, somewhere where it's cold all the time, you didn't really have to worry about keeping your meat cold. But, places in Central America, even North America, definitely have stone coolers or stone refrigerators. So, it's pretty crazy. So, just think about, like, it's summertime, your fucking refrigerator goes out, and you have one of these stone structures, you know. They used to take these stone structures and pack them full of meat and shit. And like I said, it was at a temperature where it wasn't going to spoil. 40 degrees or lower. So, it might be 80 degrees outside, but it's always going to be 40 degrees in there. <clears throat> That's the crazy part. These people were ahead of their time. No dry ice. No refrigeration. Just natural, you know, keeping it under the ground. So, especially winter months, you know, they they go out on big hunts, you know, they'd kill an elk, they'd kill a few deers, and they would take all that meat. Especially that big colony. They take all that meat and they put it underground. When it's cold outside, you don't even need, you know, to, you don't even need to make a uh, stone structure. I mean, it's going to keep cold. So, anywho, like I said, I'm off work tomorrow. I'm going to probably end up, when I go to sleep, I'm going to end up um, watching some Rick and Morty. Falling asleep to that. I haven't really been watching too much DVDs lately. I've been on YouTube and shit. been on Pluto TV. Watching cops and shit. But... I might probably watch some Rick and Morty tonight, or I might just be lazy and watch some more Pluto, so. It's cold as fuck right now, because I'm sitting right by the window. I've got my window open, I've got a fan in it. Smoking cigarettes. And, um, drinking a couple beers, but... It's really cold sitting here, even though I got my heat on. Man. 
The wind's blowing from the south, which is where my window is at. <laughs> Not very effective. So, anywho. Um, life has been life has been a roller coaster, you know. Just when you think you have everything figured out, you find out a little bit more about people around you, about your life, and to be honest, like I said, I never knew that Aiden was bisexual. That's cool. In my opinion, that's cool. I love that, because... People that you would never expect. People that you would never even think are gay or are bisexual are pretty good people. Down to earth, they're mellow. <clears throat> and like I said, I have a lot of gay friends out there. I have a lot of, you know, um... But at the end of the day, there's some people out there that are just like, you would never even guess. You would never even guess. And that's fine. That's cool. I think that's, you know, being friends with somebody that's bisexual or somebody that's gay is cool to me. Because... It gives me an opportunity to get to know people that are gay or that are bisexual. That, you know, I haven't, okay, I haven't known too many bisexual people in my life. I've only, you know, most people that I've been friends with are gay. Point blank. They like dick. They're fucking gay. Like, point blank. There's no way around it. And I've had about four or five, maybe even more, friends that are gay. But bisexual people are very hard to come by. And I respect them more than gay people. Because you have to not only fight for normal rights being straight and I say normal rights kind of loosely but not only do you have to fight to be straight because you love pussy you're not gay you still love fucking pussy but you still you, you still have to fight for gay rights because you're attracted to men you know and you could be attracted to you know, there's a different, you know, a whole slew of categories when it comes to being attracted to men. If you're a man and you're bisexual, you could be attracted to younger men, like your age, like my coworker. He's 18 years old. He can be attracted to 18-year-olds. Or 
you know, he's 18 years old and he could be attracted to 30-year-old, somebody that's older than him. I don't know. I don't really care. I don't really judge him when it comes down to it. But <clears throat> either way, if he's sexually attracted to me, he, he feels that way deep down in his mind, I don't really care. That's, that's his own problem. But, you know, we're not having sexual relations, so I don't really care. But I think, you know, bisexual people, like I said, it could be somebody that they get turned on from watching you fuck their wife. They could be bisexual. I mean, generally, I would think that anybody that's a cuckold or anybody that's a cuck would be bisexual. But, anywho, I don't want to keep... I don't want to keep talking about it, honestly, because there's nothing wrong with it. Like I said, it's normal, especially for a younger person that's coming up, trying to find their way in life. That's that's normal. So, <clears throat> I don't want to talk about it like it's something that's terrible. Some people, you know, whether they're young, whether they're old, they just kind of need that little spice in their life. And if you got a good friend, somebody that you trust, somebody you've been around, then what better option, in my opinion? You know, it's better than your wife or your girlfriend going out and getting fucked by some random guy that's probably got diseases. So if you got a good friend that you can trust, and you're into that kind of thing, and you want to be a cuck, then, you know, who's better to be that kind of candidate than a good friend? So, I'm not gay, I'm not bisexual, but I would only think that... You would only want to do that kind of thing with somebody that you can trust. Somebody that's a good person. So, somebody that's a friend. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging anyone. You know, and... Even if they came to me and said, hey, I want you to fuck my wife, and I'm like, oh, no, I, I can't do that, you know. It's against what I believe in, I can't do it, you know. It's, I don't know. Times are crazy nowadays. Times are crazy. And there's a lot of these younger females that are in their 18 20 years old that want to be fucked by an older guy even though they got a boyfriend even though they got a husband whatever they've got a kid and that's where it all comes from anywho <laughs> enough about talking about slingers and shit 
But I'm just saying, you know, if you've got a good friend, <laughs> your wife wants to try something new, try it. Why not? You guys are all adults, you guys all have your all carnal pleasures, blah, blah, blah. If you're not a sharing, caring kind of person like me, then don't try it. There are some people out there that are kind of weird. And when I say weird, it's different. <clears throat> and that's what they want. So, like I said, if I was to go out to a bar and somebody was like, hey... You know, and they're trying to make good friends with me, and then at the end of the night, they're like, why don't you just come home with me and fuck my wife? I would be really kind of caught off guard. I'm not going to lie, at first. But a lot of those kind of people are rich. They're rich. All these guys that want you to go and fuck their wife are rich. And it's because they're never home. They're never home. They're always on the road. They're busy making money and shit. Their wife has certain pleasures they just can't fucking fulfill. And they're like, I want you to just come fuck my wife, right? Okay, well, I'm going to have to charge you for that. I'm going to have to, you're going to have to pay me for that. Like, I'm just not going to go fuck your wife for free, and I barely even know you, you know? So that's whenever it comes into kind of like... Prostitution. I mean... <laughs> that's the easiest way to put it. Um, I'll fuck your wife, but only if you pay me 500 bucks. Okay, you don't have 500 bucks... Well, maybe 300 but it's only going to be for an hour, and I'm going to have to leave afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. Things are crazy. Times are crazy. So, when people start getting more desperate, hmm, man do anything for a couple hundred dollars. Shit. I know a lot of females out there that would do anything for less than a couple hundred dollars. But, you know. You know. You tell any female out there that has a boyfriend, that has a, you know, give me $250 right now. They're going to be like, okay, Okay. <clears throat> they might try and yell rape later, but... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> That's why I tell you to deal with people that you know. Don't just get with somebody that's going to accuse you of some shit. Even if it's some guy that's like, Hey, I want you to fuck my wife. You don't even know him. They could turn around. 
and say that you raped her, you know. He can say, oh, I was never there. I don't know what happened because I was never there. Or he can lie and say, oh, I was in the other room and heard her screaming the whole time. You know, some crazy shit can happen. People that will set you up with shit, so... Don't fuck with people that you don't know. And not only that, but if you are going to have sex with other people outside of your relationship, please at least make sure you know them. You know they're not fucking whores. You know they're not out there getting STDs. Like me, if I had a co-worker that was like, hey, do you want to fuck around? they already know that I haven't had sex in like eight years so I don't have anything to worry about I've already been tested since then and I haven't had sex since then so I don't have anything to worry about so and I think eventually that's going to be the turning point in America is the new sexy thing is going to be to get with virgins or to get with people that have never had sex because everybody and their brother has fucked somebody and when you can get a hold of a virgin whether it's a guy whether it's a girl whatever females are the same way When you can get a hold of somebody that's never had sex before and open their eyes up, it's a completely different realm. If you get this one girl that's a whore and she's had sex fucking 20, 30, 50, 100 times, it's going to be like, oh, okay, it's another night. But if you get somebody that's a virgin, never been fucked before, oh my gosh, man. I had this female, I had a, I had broken up with my ex-girlfriend, and me and her were together, me and my ex-girlfriend were together for about three years. I broke up with her, and it had been probably about, like, four years, maybe, I don't know. And I had this girl that used to come up to the gas station. Fucking dime piece. A 10 out of 10. And she'd come up there and she would get donuts and swishers. Donuts, swishers. Donuts and swishers. And eventually, she got to the point where she said she wasn't coming up there just for the donuts. And she can get Swishers any other gas station. And so basically what she was saying was she was coming up there just for me. And so one night she ended up ordering game leaf pineapples. Game pineapples. I'm pretty sure it might have been white white owl pineapples, but 
I said, that's my favorite fucking flavor. Pineapple was my favorite flavor back then. And back then I smoked a lot of blunts. I don't really smoke blunts nowadays. But she said, oh yeah? Pineapple's your favorite flavor, huh? Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite flavors. And she's like, so you partake? And whenever she asked me, do you partake? I had to think about it for a minute. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I smoke weed. <clears throat> and so she said, well, do you want to come out to my car and smoke a blunt with me? And back then, I mean, I was working a gas station. It was fucking two in the morning. I had no customers. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll go out there and smoke a blunt with you. <clears throat> so we'd get out there and rolled it all up, sparked it, talk about shit. And maybe there might be a customer that would pull up. I'd go in there. I'd help him. I'd come back out. Smoke with her a little bit more. Talk about shit. And after about like five, six times of doing that, her coming up there and smoking with me and talking about shit, somehow, one way or another, she was like, You want to come over to my house someday? <clears throat> so I was like, Hell yeah. I'll fucking go over to your house. And she was like, Well, you got to be quiet. Because my roommate's there. And so you gotta kinda like sneak through. You gotta be really sneaky. And at first I thought, oh, she's probably got a fucking boyfriend or, you know, talking about me being sneaky, you know. And so, anywho, we ended up in her living room one night being sneaky and we were watching Transformers whenever it first came out I think it was the first one it might have been the Avengers I think it was the Avengers yeah not Transformers but the Avengers the first Avengers came out and she was a big comic nerd but oh my gosh she was sexy as fuck She was a comic nerd, but she was a fucking man. She didn't really have any tits or anything, but man. She was this skinny, little, sexy, fucking... She seemed like she was a preppy chick, but she wasn't. She's from a small little town. Into, like, anime and fucking comics and shit like that. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh yeah. This is the perfect chick for me. So I went over to her house, we watched Avengers, and we got talking. And within like halfway through the movie, I was like, do you want to take this back to your room? And she's like, oh yeah. So we ended up fucking, and long story short, she stopped me before we even started. And she was like, are you just going to fuck me and just stop talking to me? I'm like, no. Why the fuck would I do that? 
She's like, okay, good. And I'm like, no, seriously, why would you ask me that, you know, like, of course I'm not just going to fuck you and stop talking to you. And, you know, it was some of the best sex that I ever had in my life. So I was really confused when she was asking me if I was just going to stop talking to her. I'm like, why would I stop talking to you when this was the best sex that I ever had? <clears throat> so she ended up doing the same thing. About a week later, two weeks later, after about like five times of us fucking around, she ended up, she stopped talking to me eventually. And I know it wasn't because the sex wasn't good, but I was really confused. And come to find out, she had a boy, she had a man the whole time. She was engaged to him, she was thinking about marrying him, and she just wanted to see what else was out there, pretty much. Um, it's really shitty on how she did me. Because I told her about how much trust issues I had and how I got fucked over and she was like oh I'm not going to do that to you and that's exactly what she did so anywho it was fun while it lasted but really shitty people out there <clears throat> so anywho it's coming up to the 58 minute mark Getting really close. Really close. Um, not probably going to have a whole lot to really talk about before I end this. I'm not going to make a third one. Um, could talk about van life or whatever, but I'm not going to make a third one. So I will be off work tomorrow. So I'll end up making one tomorrow in the evening I know I said that last time but like I said I'm not going to have anything to do tomorrow so um yeah I'm going to get off of here I'm going to drink a few more beers actually I think I only got a couple more smoke some weed and probably going to call it a night to be honest Got a cheese pizza from work. That's all that she wrote. So, to be honest, just be real to who you are at the end of the day. Um, be who you are. No matter, people think it's wrong, people talk shit about it, fuck them. Who cares? So, what makes you who you are so until then it was real it was fun but it wasn't real fun deuces till the next time see jizzle and the whistle i'm signing out <laughs>